0: Diwali, the Festival of Lights, is a vibrant and colorful celebration that marks the victory of light over darkness and good over evil. We invite you to celebrate Diwali with a drive through two and a half miles of sparkling lights at the Bull Run Festival of Lights in Centerville, Virginia. The Bull Run Festival of Lights is open November 10th through January 7th. Save time and money by purchasing a ticket online at BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. That's BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. Right now at Safeway, save on all your personal care favorites during the buy three, save three dollar sale. During the buy three, save three dollar sale at Safeway, buy three of your favorite personal care items like Dove Shampoo, Dove Antiperspirant Deodorant, Dove Men's Body Wash, Tresemme Hairspray, or Axe Shower Gel and save three dollars. Offer expires November 28th. Restrictions apply. Visit Safeway.com or head into your local store for full offer details. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the people's bishop and pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 877-552-4746. Your Faithful Giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now here's today's life-giving message.
1: Bibles, let's get into the Word. Y'all ready for the Word today? If you miss Wednesday's message, OMG, you gotta get it. Uh, it's called What is Love? And I forgot all about that song. What is love? Maybe it don't hurt. I forgot all about it. I certainly should have did it. Somebody said it. I was like, doggone it. I didn't think of that song. All right? uh, but this whole series is gonna help you make February your best love month. How many of you, be honest with me, you've had some disappointing love experiences, not just romantic, but friendships and partnerships and all that. Watch me, Look, look, look at me, look at me, look at me. You ready? Watch me. Say, but in 2022, that won't be my experience. I'm about to set you up during this series. I'm about to set you up during this series. This is gonna be your best love year Ever. In every aspect, every relationship type Come on, say my best love here Bishop Bowman. why do you have a say so much? Because life and death are in the power of your tongue If you don't say it, you're never going to see it What do you say about your own life? You're always looking for other people to speak into your life What are you speaking into your own life? You spend most of your time with you all right lift your bibles out let's make our confession of faith together it's on the screens let's go for god's glory this is my best year yet to the word i'm about to hear i believe i obey i manifest and that settles it in jesus name amen so god we tell you that we are two things sir we are open and we are ready speak lord come on tell them say speak lord i'm ready to hear and obey in Jesus name can I get you to lift your hands and worship God watch me the lover of your soul for five seconds worship in five. he loves you for he loves you unconditionally he's not mad he's not angry he's not trying to beat you up or throw you down he's been consistent he's been faithful he's been reliable even when you were not faithful and when you were not reliable he has been Faithful, and for that we say thank you in Jesus' name. Let's go to work. So the series we started on Wednesday, "Balls" from the 1980 Teddy Pendergrass song. And now, listen, I just found out that the man's name was Pendergrass. E R. I thought it was Pintergrass. Don't laugh at me because you thought the same thing. From the 1980 Teddy Pendergrass song, Another Love, TKO. What's me. And, and listen, they got the groove going in a minute. We're going to break this song down because this song reveals a lot about how we love. Now watch me. We're going to look at how we've loved, then learn, then love better. Pay attention. You cannot make your future better until you have properly reflected on your past. I'll say that again. You cannot improve your next until you have properly evaluated your past and your now. So we're going to look at how we've loved. We're going to learn. Then we are going to love better. Now, Teddy's lyrics reveal how many of us incorrectly love God, incorrectly love people and incorrectly love ourselves. So the message today, it is actually a question. The song is a statement, but I want to flip that thing. Say flip it and reverse it. I want to flip that thing and make it a question. Another love, TKO. Really, Teddy? Watch me. Or do you need to follow the first line uh, in the the hook, which I think you better let it go. Of what? How you used to love. This is going to be a year you're going to have to love weird. Say love weird. 2022, I've taught you already, is going to be a year you witness a weird year. Two in the Bible is the biblical number of witness, which means you're going to see it and you're going to experience it. So you're going to witness a weird year this year. And weird sounds weird until it is properly defined. Now, watch me. I gave you these five definitions in the January series, but now I'm going to apply these same definitions. Pay attention to love. So number one, here's the question. Who are you assigned to love? Mark 12 and 30 says, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Stop. Many times we are trying to love people better, but we have not loved God better. And can I tell you, before you try to be a better lover of a husband, of a wife, of a child, of a mother, of a sister, you are going to have to get your love relationship with God right. Why? You cannot give people something that you do not have. I need you to elbow somebody next to you and say, get it right with God first. Tell them. He says, you shall love the Lord your God. And notice what he says, with all your heart. Now, now watch me, heart in scripture is normally the same word as mind. But in this particular verse, they, they separate the two on purpose. Because heart there, it deals generically with your mind. Then he says, your soul. That's your mind, your thoughts, your will, and your emotion. Pay attention. Say my mind. Now watch me. God says, love me with your mind. Which means when you think of me, don't think that I'm against you. When you think of me, stop accusing me of not helping you. When you think of me, stop being mad at me as if I have done something wrong to you. And you're asking yourself why. Because if you love me, you will understand that anything I've allowed is for your benefit. Say, I love him with all my heart. Come on. Then your soul, your mind, your thoughts. He says, when you think about me, I want your thoughts toward me to be loved. Your, your will. He says, I want your will. I don't want you to do it just because I said it. I want you to do it because you want to do it. Now That's interesting because Jesus, when Jesus is one of his most challenging moments, what does Jesus say? Jesus says, Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass for me. In other words, I don't feel like doing this for these ungrateful people. But watch me. But what I'm doing isn't for them. When I'm doing it's to obey you. He says, love me with all your heart, with all your soul. That's your mind. That's your thoughts. Say your thoughts. Now pay attention. God says, when you think about me, I want your thoughts toward me to be loved. Can we be honest? How many of us, when you think about the Lord, you only think about him when you want something from him? I need a blessing. I need a miracle. When praises go up, blessings come down. Why can't the praise just go up? Why do you need something in response? Y'all not going to say nothing. Because real love recognizes that sometimes, watch me, uh, I may not get an immediate reciprocation of what it is that I'm giving out in the first place, but because this is based on love, it's not quid pro quo. It's not an exchange. Watch me. This is not a transaction. This is a relationship. Because if everything with God is transactional, no wonder you only go to him when you want something from him. How many people do you have people that the only time you hear from them is when they want something from you? And you already know because you even answer the phone, what is it? What do you want today? What do you need today? But I get so blessed when I get messages from harvesters and say, Bishop, I just want you to know I'm praying for you. I just want you to know I'm here for you. I just want you to know. I prayed this. I prayed that. Why? Because 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 the request isn't to get something from. The request is to say, I just want you to know I got your back. I pray that God fill your life with people in 2022 that they don't come to you just because they want something. They come to you because they're about to back you up in the spirit. I need you to look at your row and say, I got your back. I got your back. Online, type it in the chat. I got your back. I'm not coming to you just because I want something from you. I'm not coming to you just because. Matter of fact, you ain't got nothing you can do for me. I can't do for myself. I'm coming to you because I'm coming to be a blessing. Your your soul, your mind, your thoughts, your will. He said, I want you to love me with your will. What does that look like practically? That practically looks like God, even if I don't want to do it, I will to do it because you want me to do it. So now I want to do it because you willed me to do it. I'm going to back it up because you missed it. Even if I don't want to do it, I will to do it because you want me to do it. So now it becomes what I want to do. I didn't want to be a pastor. I did not want to do that because I said, Lord, your are people. I love you. But I'm just going to be honest with you. Some, listen. If you're not called to do this, that's why 1,700 pastors quit every single month. And and I don't look down on nothing. I'm like, I understand. But pay attention. But pay attention. But the moment he willed for me to do it, I then wanted to do it because he willed me to do it, which means, Lord, I'm not doing you a favor. Can I help some of y'all? You think you're doing him a favor by checking in today. You think you're doing him a favor by serving. You ain't doing nobody no favors. You think you're doing them a favor by clapping and worshiping. God's like, if you don't do it, I will get a rock. Go get me a rock for myself. I will get a rock to do it if you don't do it. If you won't shout, I'll let a rock shout. But before I sit there and beg you to do what you should do because I love you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? With your soul, your mind, your thoughts, your your emotions. Pay attention. How is it that so many people get so much of us? And then when it comes to, to worship God... I've been ha- My hand been up for a long time. I'm finna- God is like, how can you love me and not get emotional about me? See, emotion doesn't mean love, but you can't love and not get emotional. I will- I- I- and I don't know about you, I'm not about to have a rock love for me. I'm not going to have a rock cry out for me. Watch me. The rock don't do it how I do it. The rock don't say it how I say it. The rock don't move how I move. The rock don't clap how I clap. The rock don't shout how I shout. Open up your mouth. Say no rock will love him for me. It's impossible to say you love somebody and never ever get emotional about the love that you have. But emotion alone does not mean that there's love. He said, "Love me with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind." So notice they separated the two because heart normally means mind in the Bible. They separated the two mind or, or, or but mind there. Pay attention. It means it means the hidden places. Okay, it means the stuff even your BFF don't know about. It's it's, it's the stuff you don't tell nobody about. Nobody. It's the stuff you don't tell anybody about. It's the stuff that if we put it up on the screens, you get up and go to the bathroom like Speedy Gonzalez. He says, love me with your secrets. Oh, my God. He says, love me to the point to where you don't keep secrets from me. Let me interject this. It cannot be real love if there's secrets on either side. And for some of y'all, this is the reason why some of your friendships don't work and some of your relationships don't work is why? It's because you got secrets on both sides and secrets do not lend themselves to trust. God says, I want you to tell me your secret. Love me with the hidden places. This is because if you can't love me with that, there's going to be distance between us, which explains why sometimes worship is difficult for some people. Watch me. Why? Because, because he's a stranger. It's hard to get emotional. Tupac said he wasn't going to cry at his dad's funeral because he couldn't cry for a stranger. It's hard to lift your hands and worship God. It's hard to open your mouth and tell him that you love him when he's a stranger because you keep secrets from him as if he doesn't know. It's not that he, What's me, it's not that he's trying to beat you down, he just says, can you trust me with what you can't trust anybody else with? And I'm so glad I found him to be trustworthy. I, I need everybody in this building and online, where well, you can be honest, you got some hidden stuff, you got some secret stuff that you can't tell anybody else about, but you can trust God with it. If that's you, can I get you to worship for three seconds, go three. I got some stuff, we all have some stuff we can't tell anybody but God. But he's trustworthy. Open up your mouth, please, and say he's trustworthy with all your mind and all your strength. He said, He said, love me with all your strength. He said, you give so much of you to what you want to do. And God says, and then Sunday comes. I'm tired. Then it's time to serve. I'm tired. Then it's time to do something for God. I'm tired. God says, but everybody else gets the best of you. He says, but but I want you to love me with all of your strength. Which means don't give me your left. Don't nobody like leftover chicken. One of the most disgusting things, in my view, to eat that's a leftover is cold chicken. Anybody else agree with me? I got two. Now, maybe you have a special way of, after you refrigerate it, it takes that refrigeration taste away. I haven't figured out how to do that. I don't want to know how to do that. I just want some fresh chicken. I got a recipe, but it's okay. I don't want it. I just want to some fresh chicken. What's me, What's me. Gus says, why would you give me your leftovers? That you wouldn't even give your wife. It's real in the building today. That you wouldn't, you don't even give your boss that sloppy. So why would you give me that sloppy? And I just need to make everybody very clear. Come on, lift your hands and say, Lord, I give you all of me. Tell him. Say my heart, my soul, my mind, my strength. Say you deserve the best of me come on 915 and say from this day forward that's what you'll get from me if I'm tired I'll pray for strength to keep it moving if I don't feel like it I'll say Lord give me the grace to do it why because you deserve the best you deserve I just need to make sure I got a campus full of people and digital campuses full of people that know he deserves your best Let's go to work. Number one, who are you assigned to love? So number one, it starts with the Lord. So this has got to be a year you get this right. Because if this isn't right, this will never be right. Number two, say supernatural love. All right, that, that word supernatural, remember weird year, 2022, weird, uh, un, but weird, it's not negative, unnatural, unearthly, unreal. So look at this, Mark 12:31. The second is this. So this is the verse right after the verse we just read. Because they asked Jesus, what's the greatest commandment? So he tells them, Mark 12, 30, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, your strength. Here's the second thing. And this is is supernatural. Why? Because it's unreal. The second is you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Look at me. It's unnatural to have that kind of love. How do you know it's unnatural? All you have to do is look at culture and see that that's unnatural. Because culture says, listen, baby, I'm going to do me. I got to do me. And here's the thing. You can only love your neighbor as yourself, as is a mathematical equation, which means you will love equal to how you love you, which means I get my love with God right so I can love me right so I can love you right. But what most of us do is that we kind of do it right with God, then we want to make sure we get it right with people. And when it comes to us, you barely like you. And that's why when you're by yourself, you got to get on the phone. When you're by yourself, you got to get on social media. When you're by yourself, you got to turn someone off. Because you don't like being around strangers and for some of you can I tell you who you're about to love you cause you've been so focused on how to love everybody else you've never learned to love you gotta look in the mirror and say I love me some him I love me some her I may not be perfect but I love what I see I may not be the best at what I do but I'm getting better elbow somebody and say learn to love you How do you know, Bishop? That we have a culture where this is unnatural because most people are haters. They see somebody else doing well, but you know, she, you know, you know the real story, don't you? Hater. They see you celebrating the victory, and the, well, you know, but you know, uh, but you know, there's more to that story than what the hater. watch me I need you to be able to see somebody else winning watch me and because you love you so much you can say I'm clapping and I'm excited for you because I don't have to hate on you in order to love me I love me so much I can celebrate you would you do a road check and make sure you're not sitting next to a hater just point to him and say I want to see you win tell him come on in the chat I want to see you win don't be a hater haters get benched Number three, number three, uncanny love. A strange, mysterious, mystifying, abnormal, unusual, and unexpected. Look at Colossians three fourteen. Above all, now this is important. He says, I don't care how you feel. Above all, say above all. Clothe yourselves with love. That means put it on. It's a decision. I told y'all last night in the message preview on Instagram, I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a, I don't like coats. I don't, thank you. Do I have two? I can't get two? Two, three. They said, Bishop, why don't you like coats? You live in Denver. I don't, that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. <laughs> you're bringing up facts that are irrelevant. I don't like coats because when you put a coat on, I'm not on a suit coat, I like suits, but I'm about, when you put on a, you know, a coat, you got to put all that on, and then if you already have a sweater or something on, then you get an extra hot. And so then you got to have your heat on and your window partially down so that you get the right balance. And then you keep messing with the thing because you, you turn it up and then you get to I turn it down. And then in my car, my seatbelt, it's like a robo belt. And so it's like, you ain't going nowhere today. Right? And so then it, then it wrinkles all of your stuff. And so now you got to keep pushing it out to do all of this and get, it's too much. Then when you go somewhere, when you go somewhere, now you gotta set the coat down, you got to put the coat on a hanger, now you gotta watch your coat, so now you gotta look at it's just a lot of steps. (laughs) Maybe this is not your story. That's fine. This is mine. I got the mic. Now, now why do I tell you that story? Because the Bible says you're to clothe yourself with love, which means even if I don't feel like putting it on, I put it on anyway. Even when you feel like, can we be honest? There are moments where we really want to say something mean. We're the honest people at the 915. You ever had a moment where you were like, I know exactly what to say to get you today. I know, exa- I know where to cut you and how to make you bleed all night. But the Bible says, put the clothing on. Let me, let me have that, whatever that is right there. All right, here, come on over here. You're going to put that on. Put the, put the, just put it over you. Just put it over you. Just put it over you see, 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 see watch me, watch me it may not be a fit for you but he says just put it on because here's what someone said I don't feel like doing all of that right now it doesn't matter, just put it on I don't feel like apologizing right now it ain't about what you feel like if an apology is in order you get your grown self together, apologize so you can move the heck on open up your mouth say put it on even if you don't feel like it that's uncanny because we live in a culture that says, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I don't think I did anything wrong. Put it on. I want somebody say, put it on. So for some of you, watch me. The reason life is so cold for you, and the reason you, you keep getting so many wounds, and you're always offended. How are you 50-something and always offended? How are you 60, 70-something and always offended? How are you? I'm a grown woman. Well, baby, stop being offended so much. I'm a grown man, sir. I'm gonna need you to stop being offended so much. You know why? Because you didn't put your clothes on. I need you to elbow somebody next to you and say, "Put your clothes on, please." That's like leaving the house. I asked Alexa, I said, Alexa, what's the temperature in Denver today? And my Alexa, she's from South Memphis. So she said, it's going to be cold out there, Bishop. <laughs> so baby, you're going to give me the temperature? She said, no, nah, it's just cold. I'm just joking. i just, just go. And she was like, it's going to be 30-something degrees. I was like. <sighs> so I immediately, I look at my app to see what trips I can take this week, you know? Handle the Lord's business where it's warm. But, but, but watch, if I was to come out of the house, you ready, with shorts on, flip-flop sandals and a tank top and then get mad, it's cold out here because you didn't properly. Some of you keep getting hurt because you didn't properly dress you always mad at somebody. All we got to do is just say, who you mad at this week? Who you got an issue with this week? Who you starting something with this week? Why? Because you never dress properly. I need you to lift your hands and say, Lord, help me to dress properly. Which means I came ready. Listen, even if you do offend me, I got my love on, which means I'm not going to let that get under my skin. You know why? Because it hit my clothes, not me and hit love, not me, which means you can't harm me, you can't hurt me, you're not even going to affect me like that because you hit the clothing, not me. Number four, zany love, that's unconventional, unorthodox, surreal, crazy in left field. Say crazy love. A crazy love doesn't mean you're crazy. You ready? You got quiet. 1 Corinthians 13, 7. Here we go. It says, love bears all things. It's amplified. I like how amplified lays it out. Here's what that means, regardless of what comes. Love says, I can handle the pressure. I'm going to go back over here because I I want you to see this. Love, love, say love. love. See, lust breaks. And most of the times when you hear lust, you just think of sex. So when you think of lust, you only think of two people, and they met, and now they they shacking, and you use all, all that stuff. No, lust means, shacking is an old school church word. It ain't quite in the Bible, but the principle is. All right, they plan the house. Now, now pay attention, pay attention, pay, pay attention. But lust means strong desire. See, some of you, you don't love your friends, you lust your friends. Because see, all lust means a strong desire. Lust itself is not right or wrong because all it means is strong desire. What you're lusting after determines whether or not it's right or wrong. See, lust will always break. Why? Because it is predicated upon the emotions of a moment. You were in trauma, and so when you got on the phone with them, they helped you feel better, and so I really love him. Nah, you don't know him enough to love him. It ain't been tested enough to love him. You lust them. Y'all not going to say that? But watch me, lust will break, but love will bend. Love will say, I can't stand you right now. Love will say, Jesus, if you don't come take this wheel. But notice what it won't do, but it won't break. And for some of you all, watch me, when the Bible says that love bears all things, how do I know that it was really love? Is that it could take a licking, but it kept on ticking. It took pressure, but it did not break up under the pressure. Look at the next part. It says love believes all things. Now listen, let me be very clear. The Apostle Paul is not saying that you walk around just believing stuff that's unbelievable. You know, you ain't out all night in prayer. It's quiet in the church. Ain't that many girl strips in the world. It's quiet in the building. I'm not hearing nothing from over here. It's silent over there. Silence of the lambs. The lambs are silent. Look at what this means. It looks for the best in each one. So, So here's the difference between lust and love. When it's lust, anything you hear, you don't believe. Anything you hear, you don't believe but well, I apologize. You don't mean it, but well, doggone it then, but well, I mean, well, you had somebody force you to get it right, then when you get it right, I'm going to believe you. Yeah. It's quiet in the house. Here's what that means. Love, love, love says, I'm looking for the best, which means I choose to believe the best until I'm given facts that contradict the best. Not feelings that contradict the best. Because some people, some people, I remember one person came up to me one time and, and they said, Bishop, I know, I know you're just disappointed. I said, what are you talking about? I said, I don't know nothing about what you're talking about. They said, well, you walked past and then, I said, I didn't see you. I said, you, you got a whole thing going on in your head that's not real. Because I have zero clue what you're talking about. Ask well, me, here's what love does. Love believes the best, which means rather than assuming, I'm going to come ask. See, some of you all, watch me, you so grown, I need you to get up and go ask the question. Hey, hey darling, I noticed that you didn't say nothing to me. Is everything alright? Because what I'm not going to do is get on the phone after church and start no mess. What I'm not about to do is call other family members and start no mess. What we're about to do is get this together and get this together right now. Because I'm looking for the best in you and I need you to look for the best in me. Elbow, somebody say, look for the best. Then the Bible says that it hopes all things. This means it remains steadfast during difficult times. Uh-oh. This means love is consistent when things are inconsistent. Can I tell you how, some, how the Lord set some of y'all up in an amazing way? Is that he lets you hit a valley. To see who would stick with you in the valley. And if they can't ride with you through your valley, you ain't riding with me on my mountain. Let me stop the car so you can get out in the valley. Because say though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. Why? Because God is with me and I was hoping that you were with me too. But since I just found out you can't be steadfast, I'm gonna need you to get yourself up out of my automobile. You can go, you can go. Let me help you practice it, you can go. You can go, you can go, you can go. Watch me, no love lost. I'm not mad at you. I'm not upset. I just got to keep it moving. You want a trip with me in a valley? How you going to act a fool with me in the middle of a pandemic? How you going to act a fool with me in the middle of a valley? If you want to go, you can go. Never let somebody hold you hostage. Come on, open your mouth and say, I will not be a hostage. Then it endures all things, look at this last part, without weakening. Which means genuine love gets better over time. Look at me, look at me, look at me. It gets better over time. It improves over time. A while ago I taught this message milk, wine, and poison. Some relationships, some people are milk. Over time they spoil. They 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 watch me, the interaction stinks. When you think of them, it hurts your neck. When you interact with them, it's just, it's like stinking milk. Anybody ever tried to, look at me, look at me, and and here's the deal, and here's what some of y'all do. You know it's spoiled because the label told you, but you open it up, shake it up, and try to see if you can get one more use. For some of you all, the reason you keep getting hurt is because you keep trying to get one more use out of what's used up. You already know it's spoiled. Why are you calling again? You already know it's spoiled. Ain't nothing changed but today. You're expecting, the Bible says, to have confidence in an unfaithful man is like a bad toothache or an ankle out of joint. And I said this last night on the preview. When you're dealing with people where you already know that the milk is spoiled, dealing with it's like bad tooth pain. Anybody had like severe tooth, like tooth pain that just Lord Jesus, I'm ready, Lord. Come on, let's be real now. You ever had, I'm ready, Lord, tooth pain? Like, Lord, I'm ready to go. I, I, Lord, if this is what it is, Lord, I'm ready to go. I. An ankle out of joint, a dislocated ankle. When I see certain stuff like that on TV, I'm just going to be honest, I'm going to keep going, 100 Yes, I can lay hands and see the secret cover and all of that, and yes, I'm a mighty man of valor. Proverbs 28, roar like a lion, all that. But when I see stuff like that and it's on TV, I do this. The new screen came out and it was really gory. I was like, "This is too much." I turned my head. Like, "This is too much." That's what happens when you put your confidence in milk. You got to fast and pray just to have a four-minute conversation because you know they're going to give you nothing but a bunch of excuses because that's what milk does. Wine. Wine gets better over time. In fact, the older the wine, the more expensive it is. And I pray this year you be surrounded with wine relationships that that they increase in value over time and poison some people are just poison they are sent to your life to try to stop you to try to block you and shut you down but i need for you to make this declaration over your 2022 say a poison free year Here's the fifth and final type of love, creepy love. This means fear or unease, but remember, I've taught you that creepy doesn't really mean, it's not a negative word, it just means fear or unease because you're asking yourself, is this really happening? Romans 12, 9, let love be genuine. In other words, why is that creepy? Because so many of us are used to fake love, that genuine love seems too good to be true. This person couldn't possibly be doing this and they don't want anything from me. What's the catch? What if I told you this year you were gonna have some interactions where there is no catch? You're going to have some people that love you just because they love you. In fact, what's going to be too good to be true is you're going to see where they are and say, why would they come down to love me? Wh-? So look at Teddy's lyrics. Let's go. He says, looking back over my years, I guess I've shedded some tears. We're about to look at how he got it wrong. We're going to look at how he got it wrong because this is how many of us think about love. Watch well, me. Teddy, Question: Who hasn't shed some tears? Your story isn't as unique as you think. Let me prove it to you. How many of you ever loved somebody? Come on, hands up, just leave them up for a second. And how many of you, it didn't go the way you wanted it to go? Keep your hands up. Okay, everybody. Everybody look around. Online, look at all these hands online. Pay attention. You think your story is so unique. Bishop, you don't know what I've been through. Yes, I do. You love somebody. Oh, my God. It didn't go the way you wanted it to. No. But there's so much more, Bishop. They lied on you. Yes. They told your secrets. See, you got to learn how to own your own secrets. Which means you can't use nothing against me because I'll tell on my doggone self. You're... Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. You can't use nothing against me. Why? Because I am uncondemned and I am unbound. Which means, well, matter of fact, no, they didn't even tell you the whole story. Let me tell you the whole story. Your story isn't that unique. So Teddy is writing this song like his story is so unique. He's like, you don't know what I've been through. Yes, we do, Teddy. Everybody been through it. But watch me. Psalm 126 and 5. Here's the shout. I don't know if we'll get to the rest of the message. It says, those who sow in tears, so reap with shouts of joy. Now pay attention. The Bible says that you're going to reap what you sow. So how is it that I'm sowing tears, but I'm reaping joy? That's weird. It's weird that I sow one thing but reap another thing. But in the Bible, whenever I go through some pain, God says, baby, your harvest is going to be joy. Whenever I go through some shed tears, my harvest is going to be joy. What if I told you 2022 was your harvest year? 2022 was your joy year. For every tear you've sown, open your mouth and say, for every tear I've sown, I'll get joy back this year. That's That's Bible. So guess what? With no tears, look at me, there is no joy. Pay attention. So for some of you, you pray for joy, but the answer is tears. I'm going to back that up because you miss me. You say, Lord, give me joy. He says, okay. But to give you the harvest of joy, I have to give you the seed of tears. Which means sometimes the answer to your joy is you got to go through a little pain. Joy and pain. Come on here. Like sun, uh huh, and rain. Oh, come on here. Say, give it to me. Give it to me. Y'all got that. We gotta go. It's the 9:15. We gotta go. We have a time limit on this. One. At 11:15, y'all know we would have went into a whole. We, we gotta go. Watch me. Watch me. Look at me. Deep hurt means you can have deep love. You never know the level of love you can give until you see the level of hurt you can receive. And for some of y'all, watch me, you've learned that your love is a whole nother type of love. Look at me, they don't make them like you anymore. Come on 915. They don't make them like you. The way you love. Oh my God. They don't make loyalty like you anymore. They don't make consistency like you. Watch me. You can get another one if you want but you ain't never gonna find another one like me. They don't make them like this anymore. When I get you to help on somebody next to you say they don't make them like me anymore. They don't make them consistent like you anymore. They don't make them faithful like you anymore. They don't make them fighters like you anymore. They don't make them faithful like you anymore. They don't make them loyal like you anymore. So you can go if you want to, but you'll never find another. You'll never find. (laughs) We got to (laughs) go. Look at this next lyrics. We got to go. told myself time and time again, this time I'm going to win. Because he sees love. It's a fight. It's a fight. L- look at me. But another fight, things ain't right, I'm losing again. Teddy, there's so much wrong with these lyrics because first of all, sir, love isn't a competition. But most of us view it that way. I'm going to get him to love me. I'm going to get her to love me. So, so then you make it a competition. So then what happens with the competition? After I beat one level, I get bored I on want another. And for some of y'all, watch me, this is why you keep getting bored with people is because it was a competition. To. This is why you keep getting bored with friendships because it was a competition in the first place. And once I beat one round, I'm not going through round two again. I won't round three. So you begin to undervalue what you have because you're chasing what you don't have because you view it as a competition. You view it as conquest. He says another fight, things ain't right. Patetti, just cause y'all had a disagreement? Now if y'all fighting, fighting, that's not discussion. In that case, I think you better let it go. But all y'all doing is fighting over the, the cornflakes? All you doing is fighting over not putting your fork in their food when y'all are you serious? You fighting over who sitting next to who at the table? I told her, Bishop, I like to man, if you don't go have several seats right now, several of them, she don't never listen. Say something worth hearing. Now the ladies feel like point for us, Bishop. Oh, but I'm gonna come back around. You know I'm equal opportunity. Don't watch me, don't make him have to fight to lead you. Because a king ain't going to fight to lead. If you don't recognize he's a king, he'll just move on to one that does. Let's go. None of the fight things ain't right. I'm losing again. So look at me. You ready? Ephesians 6 and 7. Teddy, you view love wrong. Rendering service with a good will as to the Lord and not to man, knowing that whatever good anyone does, this, say this, he will receive back from who? The Lord. Here's your issue. Here's your issue. It's some of you all. You feel like this right here. You're like, Lord, I didn't loved, and I have not gotten it back from who I gave it to. Some people are simply depositories. They are simply, let's use this terminology, they are simply farmland where you're going to sow the seeds of love and you may not get it back from them, but God will prepare somebody for you that when you meet them everything you sowed into other people they are going to be what produces it for you can i can i make it very clear love is never lost love is only sown which means you've not wasted 1 ounce of love your entire life why cuz anything i was doing i was sowing i was sowing For everybody that's ever loved and thought you lost, let me make an announcement. You didn't lose anything. The only thing you were doing is sowing. And in 2022, you're about to get your seed. I need you to worship God for five seconds. Like this is about to be your best love year ever. Go. Five. Four. Three. Didn't waste it. I sold it. Two. Didn't waste it. I sold it. Didn't lose it. I sold it. Didn't give it up. I sold it. Not a fool, I sold it. Not a loser, I sold it. I sold it. Here we go, last part. It says takes a fool to lose twice. Uh -uh, uh Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. What are you doing to me, 915? Come on. Takes a fool to lose. Uh Uh-oh, wait a minute, Teddy. That means you're about to witness something. Because whenever I see a two, that is God's way of communicating to me, I'm about to witness something. Oh, my God. Come on, somebody say, I'm about to witness. I need you to keep saying this, my best love year ever. Look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this. this, Take some food to lose twice and start over again. Let me tell you what your problem is, Teddy. You need to forgive them and you. Look at the scripture, Mark 11, 25. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, say, I'm an anyone. I am. For some of you, watch me, the reason prayer is difficult for you is not because you haven't forgiven somebody else. But you still haven't forgiven you. It's quiet. It says, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. Verse 26, but if you do not forgive, which means forgiveness is a choice, not a feeling. I don't have to feel like it. It's a choice. Bishop, they didn't apologize. Most won't. I need you to learn how to watch me. Forgive the one that never apologized. Do you know what forgiveness means in the Greek language of our New Testament? It's this, I think you better let it go. It means let it go. I need you to learn how to let it go. I'm not carrying that with me because if I carry that with me, I'm going to be tired. I'm going to be worn down. I'm going to be burned because I'm carrying who hurt me on me. But I need you to lift up your hand and say, I forgive everybody, including myself. Look at this. He says, if you don't forgive, neither will your father in heaven forgive your trespasses So means. For some of you, watch me, you have double charges. Because you have the charges you put on you, and then you have the real list of charges for what you did. So when you stand before God, it's difficult for you to pray because you don't stand before him as a son or a daughter. You stand before him as an indicted person. You stand before him as a criminal. And you ain't smooth. For every person in this building online where you know, because the moment I said it, it hits you. You know you haven't forgiven you. Stand on your feet right now. At home, stand on your feet right now. Don't you worry about your neighbor. You being concerned about other people is why you got some of the stuff. Now, don't you fool with them. Don't you worry about them. But I'm in leadership. I, that don't mean nothing. Sometimes leaders are the ones that are the hardest on themselves, that never <laughs> forgive themselves. Every person that's standing at home and online, lay your hands on yourself. Say your name, please. Say, Father, in Jesus' name, I forgive myself for what I've done, for what I didn't do, for the dumb decisions I made, for the things I knew I shouldn't have done, for the mistakes I made, for every foolish action. I forgive me because you forgive me. And in this moment, Take those hands off of yourself and lift them towards heaven. Say, I am 100% free. I let it go. I let it go. I let it go. New start. New beginning. Effective immediately. In Jesus' name. Clean slate, 915. Clean slate, 915. Clean slate, 915. Clean slate, 915. Clean slate. God says, I've thrown your sins into the sea of forgetfulness to never, ever, ever, ever bring them up again. Shout, I'm forgiven. Last part of the song. You can be seated. Last part of the song. Try to take control of the love, love took control of me. Because you you lose all your thoughts. Since the time, you have a change of mind. Taking the bumps and the bruises of all of these things of a two-time. Uh-oh. There's another. Which means, watch me. It says, Teddy, you've witnessed what you call loss twice. Which means you're about to witness some wins. I'm going to give this side of the building an opportunity to respond because y'all better look quiet. Watch me. He says, you have experienced loss more than once. He says, but this year I'm about to give you an opportunity to experience some wins. I'm going to give this middle section a chance. Thank God you lost twice. It set you up for your third shot. Thank God it didn't work. It set you up. You're about to witness it. You're about to witness it. Open your mouth and say, I'm about to witness it. it. Here he goes. Here he goes. Trying to hold on. My faith is gone. It's just another sad song. Dog. Like, look look at this. I tried to take control of the love. Love took control of me. Well, love is the decision, sir. You're trying to control the decisions of grown people, sir. Good luck. 'Cause people gonna do what they gonna do. You you think you gotta lock on somebody's decisions? Do you do you think that? Do you really think that? Well, they never do that. Oh, live tomorrow. How many people in this building online you say to people so and so would never do that? And then you watch so and so do that. That's why I don't use I don't use words like never I'm like, well we we're gonna see we're gonna see. Oh, so and so We're going to find out. Why? I'm not going to fool myself in thinking I can control what's uncontrollable. Look, 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 look. He says, let's go to the third one. Taking the bumps and the bruises of all the things of a two-time loser. Here, come put the gloves on. Put the gloves on. Put the gloves on. Put the gloves on. And here, you, you come. Won't you come? Oh, wow, we got the girls ones too. All right, all right, all right. All right, you right. come on. Right there, come on, you right there. Because it's not just romantic. Remember, love is everything. See, because for, for some of you, here's, here's where you need the most healing, in friendships. Because you have a lot of people you know, but you don't have a lot of people that you call friends. You have a lot of acquaintances and associates. But when we say, who are your friends, you're like, Jesus, Michael, Gabriel. I got angels as my friend. You ready? So taking the bumps and the bruises, here's the deal. See, sometimes you get in, 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 in friendships, in relationships with people, me, and they see it as a competition. You didn't even come prepared for the fight. Cause you said, I didn't think that friends fought like that. I, I didn't know I needed to protect myself when I'm a... I didn't know I needed to have my guard up around you. Here you go. I didn't know I couldn't be the real me around you. I didn't know I had to pretend to be somebody different around you. You ready? Take it, oh, wait a minute, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a Fight,
0: man, fight!
1: Y'all laughing. Look, look, 2010, that's what you did. 2011, that's what you did. You ready? 12, uh-huh, 19, 13, 14, Watch me, and notice you never ever got prepared because something, and you said, I shouldn't have to get those on. 15, 16, and it looked like you were getting backed into the corner. 17, 18, uh-huh, 19. Watch me, it got so bad it knocked you down. and the enemy thought you were down for the count he thought you were never ever going to love again <laughs> he thought you were never ever going to trust again he thought you were never ever going to forgive again but he didn't read Proverbs 24:16. though a righteous man falls seven times he shall rise again. rise up Again, rise. Ah! Oh. Again, you say it. Look at me. Look at me. Bible says, even if you get knocked down seven times, get back up. Go back down. Go back down. Some of y'all like, look, I ain't even gonna try to get back up the enemy thought he had the victory he was saying she ain't never gonna trust again he's never going to church again oh my god he's never gonna trust somebody again he's never gonna believe again but what he didn't know is baby I gotta rise in me and even if I gotta get knocked down seven times the bible says watch me for some of you 2022 this is your rise In Atlanta, the football team, their their thing is rise up. And I came to speak it in Denver, speaking in Atlanta, speaking in Miami, speaking in Los Angeles. It's time for you to. Why? Because every TKO, look at me. Every TKO helps you to grow. You needed to feel that. Say why, Bishop? I'm out of time. Seven is the biblical number of completion. Which means I didn't just get knocked down. I learned something when I was down there. I started asking questions like, why do I keep picking people like this? You started asking yourself questions like, why, why do you keep feeling like this every time this happens? Why, why do you keep going through the same thing? You started saying to yourself, maybe the issue isn't the people. Maybe the issue is me because I picked them to be in my life. And while you were down there on the floor, the enemy thought that you were just bleeding to death. But he didn't know is that you were actually getting your life. He thought that you were just bleeding out, that your life was going to be over, that you were going to be some mad woman, some mad man, some mad black woman, some mad white woman, some mad Hispanic woman. But what he didn't realize is that you were getting to rise up on the inside of you. Because I'm better now. Because what did I learn to do? I'm not going to be in the ring with you fighting, watch me. What I discovered is I deserve better than that. Which means if you want to fight, fight by yourself. If you want to have issues have that by yourself because i have come that they might have life and life i need you to release a praise for 22 seconds go 20 19 18 17 16 you can fight by yourself 15 you can start drama by yourself you can be a gossip by yourself but i'm getting out of that ring I'm getting out of that ring. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Somebody say, I'm getting back up. I'm out of time. If you're in this building or you're online. And you need to give your life to the Lord. Before you can rise up, you need to give you up to the Lord. You need to become a Christian and recommit yourself to the Lord for the very first time. Right now, I want you to, in this building, when I count to three, you're going to raise your hand. Online, you're going to do the hand-waving mode, just say, it's me. They're already standing. The gospel is the good news. The good news is the bad news is wrong you become a Christian, recommit yourself, Lord, or be sure. In this building on 3, put your hand up online. Do the hand with emoji say, it's me. One, no guilt, no condemnation, no saying. God came to get you up today. One, two, three. If that's you, respond right now. In this building, I see you. I see you. Online, do that hand wave emoji say, it's me. Hallelujah. Come on. We're waiting on you on Facebook. We're waiting on you on YouTube. I got digital masters waiting on you. Everybody, pray this for me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you. your love for me. I confess with my mouth I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Thank you that you love me unconditionally I love you back with all of me my heart, my mind my soul, my strength Just, just open your arms like this say I'm yours sir say get the glory out of my life in Jesus name Just pray that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord. I need you to text this word on the screen to that phone number 877-552-4746 or scan that
0: QR code. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to 877-552-4746 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you, and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator.